Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. And joining me today is Stacey Ward, who is the Product and Marketing Supervisor at Phil Hoffman Travel. It's so nice to have you in the studio. Good oh, afternoon, Stacey. Thanks for having me, Jade. It's so nice to be here, filling in for the boss. Oh, I know. Well, where is the boss? <laughs> On a long lunch. Actually, you know what? That's a good question. <laughs> but it would be somewhere very important because he does always love coming in to chat with you guys. No, we know. And it's also International Women's Day, so he might be out and about doing something with that today. Who knows? Anyway... Let's talk about uh, a lot of changes that have happened this week, uh, especially around Bali, which is great news for those that love to go because you can pretty much just hop on a plane and head over now. Absolutely, and that's what we're so excited about because it's almost like every week now we get another new announcement where um, a restriction has been lifted or another country's opening up towards us. So, um, yeah, so this week there's some really good announcements around Bali. So Australia's been added to the list um, uh, for arrivals into Bali where we can now get the visa on arrival again, which is fabulous. So, okay, um, so what would that look like then? If you're buying a flight, you arrive in Bali... Yep. What happens? So it's pretty much all just organised once you arrive mm -hmm. um, at the airport. Um, I think you can pre-organise it before you go from memory. Gosh, it's been a long time. <laughs> but it's about years. $47 per person um, for when you arrive. So mm -hmm. you do have to be fully vaccinated um, and show your certificate on arrival. Um, you do also have to have a PCR test on arrival and then just wait until you get your negative result back. But um, we're hoping that that sort of thing isn't taking too long, um, which is good and you are required to get another test on day three. Oh, okay. um, but in saying that, that's what we've heard today. So, yeah, you know, it's changing pretty quickly. Exactly. So it? who knows yeah. again in another two weeks, it might even be more lenient. So, yeah, we just sort of watch this space and keep on top of the new updates and, yeah, what's happening. And there have been some really, really cheap, Airfares hasn't there, and oh. some really good deals to go to Bali. Yeah, absolutely. So, and now with these announcements, there's more and more airlines that are putting back on their direct flights um, into Bali, which is great. Oh, good. So, I when will they start us, flying? Have they announced that yet? Um, I think for us, um, normally in the past, our direct flights out of Adelaide have been with Jetstar. Mm. So, I had a really quick look before, and it looks like they've still only got the direct out of Adelaide starting from around May. Um, okay. Yeah, but then as, again, who knows? Now that it's opened up, there might be some more flights. Um, yeah. One thing I did notice with that flight, because I was checking some out as well, is that thank goodness they've got the friendly hours. You know how you get that flight oh, on the way home and it's the midnight the flight? It's awful. <laughs> but coming back into Adelaide, I think you jump on at about 11am and you're home by 5pm. Yep, which is perfect because yeah. Yeah, it used to be that horrible arrive at 2am and, oh, and the days out of work. It's, it's yeah. like you'd been travelling to Europe. It wasn't yeah, not fun no, it wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, now, a little uh, whisper, I hear that you're planning a really exciting holiday in April. Where are you off Oh, to? I am and I'm so excited and I've had two years to sort my passport out and what do you think now all of a sudden I'm going away in six weeks and, and you it's been a, it? well almost <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there sounds like me leave it to the last minute <laughs> no but yeah just we obviously my husband and I we both love to travel um and we've been waiting for the moment so now we're sick of waiting so yeah we're off to the UK at the end of April um to visit some really good friends of ours and then we're actually my husband's wrote me into it but mm -hmm. I'm actually excited now I've got my head around it but we're then flying down to Biarritz in France um and we're joining the um Camino de Santiago which is a 800 
hundred kilometer trek across from France across northern Spain, finishing oh. in Santiago. So wow. <laughs> I know, I go through stages. One day I'm really excited, one day I wonder what I've signed myself up for. But I'd be yeah. more the latter yeah. for sure. <laughs> what have I said yes to? It's certainly gonna be an experience. But so what will the weather be like around then? Yeah, so I think I just need a pack for all weather. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of that time in Europe we're coming into the nicer weather. So the end of April and May. I always um, like to say to our customers, if you're doing a med cruise or if you're travelling around Europe, sort of April, May and September is such a great time because it's not as busy, it's not as hot. Um, So, yeah, I I hope we've picked a good time to go. But, yeah, there can still be rain. There can be sunny, hot days. So, um, yeah, no, so it will be interesting. But now I'm looking at what I need to pack and I've only got room for about three T-shirts and maybe two pairs of shoes for five weeks. So. You need those big clompers, the really yeah. big trekking boots. Yeah, absolutely. They'll so. need their own suitcase for that. <laughs> so how long's the trek going to take? Oh, we've allowed 34 days. So this trek, it's sort of like a pilgrimage, and everyone does it for different reasons. Some people okay. do it for spiritual reasons. Some people do it to lose weight. Some people mm-hmm. just do it for something completely Bucket different. Bucket list, tick it Bucket off. Bucket list, tick it off. So um, only about 12% of people that do this trek do the full 800 kilometres. So okay. Um, you can do sections of it, but we're gonna Tackle we're gonna try. We're, yeah, we're trying for that. <laughs> Maybe you should call me in two weeks in, and I'll let you know how we're how we're traveling. How many blisters we've got? For it? Um, well, we do like to do long walks. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably need to do a few more, but you can't train for it because who walks twenty five kilometers a day every day for five weeks? So no, one. we're just gonna have to yeah, just wait and see. But. No, it's very exciting. So it's just nice to be talking about going somewhere again. Well, it really is. Well, on the trek, where do you walk through? What do you see? And do yeah. you stop and have experiences on the way? Yeah, that's right. So we stop. There's heaps of little villages and towns along the way. So one of the first ones we actually walk through is Pamplona, where they have the running of the bulls yes. um, festival, if, if you've heard of that. So um, we will be staying in a range of accommodation. You can literally pay anywhere from six euros a night mm. in just for just a bed in a hostel or what they call albergs, which sometimes they might be in um, like sort of cathedrals and churches and things, and you literally just get a bed. Um, but we're thinking the bigger towns, we might treat ourselves to nicer accommodation in an actual hotel or something so I can maybe wash my hair. Or <laughs> Well, that would be a bonus. Or a foot spa? Yeah, or a foot spa. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, we'll walk probably every morning, so till around lunchtime. Um, but then I reckon when it gets to lunchtime, we should be finished our sort of 25Ks and then it's time for, like, a wine or a beer and um, some food oh, in a little talking. village. So, yeah, it's going to oh, be Oh, I could fun. do that kind of Yeah, walk you could do that bit. I had that at the end yep. of it. <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, so no, really excited. So when was the last time you jumped on a plane and travelled? Oh, I did go to Sydney a couple of weeks ago, but internationally, I, I think my last trip was Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember it so long ago. Um, and are yeah. you normally a traveller? This yeah, has we been love a long traveling. time locked up. Yep, yep. And Dave and I said as soon as, you know, the international borders are open, which was actually sort of November, December last year, we were like, we're getting on a plane and going somewhere. Um, but it's taken us till now, but that's good. And what we're loving at work at the moment at Phil Hoffman Travel is the more people that are starting to feel confident to travel. That's rubbing off onto all their friends and family. And we're just yeah. seeing that because um, it's almost like I think lots of people are like, oh, I just want to see someone else do it and know that it of can course. be done, Yes, um, which absolutely can. And, um, yeah, that's what we're really excited about at the moment. So, yeah. We have got a special guest. We've got Kim Vaughan who has joined us from Viking Cruises. And Kim is on the line. Kim, welcome to the show. How are you going? 
Hi, good. Thanks so much for having me. It's good to be back. It's Thank nice you. to talk travel, isn't it? Now, we are in joined by also Stacey Ward from Phil Hoffman as well, but uh, we'd love to hear a little bit about Viking Cruises. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, what would you like to know? I could talk all day. <laughs> she could. I know Kim well. <laughs> Where do you go? What kind of ships have you yeah. got? Um, well, we've been back cruising since May last year, so just following on from um, Stacey's exciting upcoming adventures and what's going on. Uh, but we're all over the world right now, so all six of our ocean ships are back cruising. Uh, we've had our maiden voyage down in Antarctica, so our first expedition ship is getting great reviews um, and is doing her maiden season down there. Our brand new Mississippi ship just touched water for the first time this morning. Uh, We've got a christening of eight ships in Europe next week, four brand new ships on the Seine. Um, we're, We're anywhere and everywhere except Australia at the moment. Well, it's very topical, that conversation, and I think a lot of it's, uh, you know, around the health and safety of guests and, you know, we know that the government have got to do the right thing, but I think there's a lot of pent-up demand, isn't there, for people that want to go cruising. But what is Viking doing to ensure the health and safety of guests? Oh, we've done a lot. Look, on our ocean ships, we installed a full-scale PCR laboratory, on each ship, so that means that we can test and continue to test every guest, every crew, every day with a spit test. Mm -hmm. So it's non-invasive. We turn those results around very, very quickly. Um, At the moment, we're spending as much on testing as we are on fuel. Um, Torsten Hagen, who owns Viking, believes that If you don't really have the health and safety of your guests at number one, you haven't really got anything. Um, We've got new air purification systems on board. We give every guest a contact tracing device. Um, So we really have one of the most well... uh, The contact tracing device is something that you're given on Mm check-in. It's very small, about the size of a 10-cent coin. You put it on a lanyard around your neck or in your pocket. Um, And for that, we're able to very closely monitor um, or contact trace, if you like, if any guests come back on the ship, perhaps they provide a positive COVID test or they become symptomatic. Mm -hmm. That contact tracing device enables us, (coughs) sorry, to um, get in touch with any close contacts. We can isolate those guests in their cabin if we need to give them a quick PCR test just to make sure that they're okay to carry on. And how does so that the only cruise line work? That does it. Uh, well, none of our cabins have shared air anyway mm. on the ship. So at the moment, our ships are not running at 100% capacity for that reason. Yeah. On our ocean ships, we keep some cabins aside out of general inventory to be um, isolation cabins if we need to. Uh, I can give you an example on our world cruise. We had a couple. One uh, came back with a positive COVID result. The other one was fine. Um, Even though the one that tested positive was completely asymptomatic the whole time, 
we just put him in a cabin on deck three. So he had a deluxe veranda as opposed to the suite that he was staying in. Uh, for those next seven days, we tested him every day. By the seventh day, he returned a negative test. He was able to rejoin his husband. Oh, great. Okay. That would sound very thorough, doesn't it? We're going to take a really short break, Kim. We'll be back with you shortly. Sure. No problem. 5AA celebrating International Women's Day with Oprah. I've interviewed and portrayed people who've withstood some of the ugliest things life can throw at you. But the one quality all of them seem to share is an ability to maintain hope for a brighter morning, even during our darkest nights. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. 5AA. Sunkissed beaches, legendary cities, ancient ruins. Return to travel with the destination experts, Phil Hoffman Travel and Holland America Line. Sailing five oceans and experiencing seven continents for almost 150 years. Holland America Line is the perfect cruise line for explorers, foodies and music lovers. Explore Europe on amazing cruises. Hurry, limited time offer, only $99 deposit per person. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Jade Robran on 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. And we are talking travel talk with Phil Hoffman Travel. Joining me in studio today is Stacey Ward, who is the product and marketing supervisor. And our special guest on the line is Kim Vaughan, the commercial manager of Viking Cruises. Hey, Kim, can I ask you something? Because you just mentioned about your expedition ships. Um, and yeah. how they've um, there's that new one that's just started cruising again. I was yeah. just watching a video before on some guests that have just travelled on it, um, and what I loved hearing was how um, they were saying how Viking. I know we just spoke about health and safety before, but how they felt so safe on board, and how they're so glad that they didn't wait for this trip, or they just did it now. Anyway, I yeah. just I just wanted to let you know that I saw that because I was like, oh, that's such a good message, isn't it? That you know, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I actually just got off a plane this morning myself and have been away the last two weeks and am very pleasantly surprised at how much the world is really just getting back to normal. I was about to say to you, is the rumour true that you just literally flew in from Peru this morning? (laughs) Are you still at the airport? No, <laughs> no coffee in hand. <laughs> I, I know we're meant to talk about Viking, but I just need to ask you, what was it like when you saw Machu Picchu? I was quite speechless um, and very emotional. Phenomenal. Absolutely magnificent. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it's such a magical sort of um, iconic like destination that lots of people sort of only see in images and things. So I can't imagine what it would be like to see it in in yeah. in person. Oh, that's great, yeah. Kim. Yeah, it's awesome. I'd go back in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, let's stick to Viking. Um, yeah. What are some of the Vikings' most popular cruises? Um, what we found, I guess, especially with the onset of COVID and people not being able to travel for so long, um kind of holiday stacking. So they tend to book now for much longer. Um, 
in the river space, our European sojourn, which goes Amsterdam to Bucharest, has been doing really, really well. Three rivers, eight countries. Um, our France itineraries do really, really well. There's anything from eight to 15 days there. Uh, and in the ocean space, I would have to say our voyage of Marco Polo, Athens to Bangkok, which is 36 days, and Greenland, Iceland, Norway, and beyond. Bergen to New York, so bookended by two iconic cities, and 29 days is doing really, really well. That became a bestseller a week after we launched it. And, of course, the bucket list itineraries, so 41 days New York to Antarctica on the new Viking Octantis. Um, that's another one doing really, really well. And what does the price of a Viking cruise include? It includes really everything you need, nothing you don't. Mm -hmm. So you have all of your meals on the ocean ships. That also includes 24-hour room service. So there's eight different dining options on our ocean ship. Uh, Beer, wine, soft drink with lunch and dinner on board. All of your gratuities for your onboard cruise staff. 24-hour specialty teas, coffee, bottled water, free Wi-Fi, a complimentary shore excursion in every port of call, all of your port charges and taxes as well. That's so good. I, I, I think the Viking inclusions are incredible, especially with the shore excursions, because they can get they can sort of get expensive, can't they, at times? <laughs> um, Very much what else so. is new for Viking, Kim? Well, we've got uh, the Mississippi, uh, so that ship will debut in June of this year. Uh, we've got another new ship in Egypt, which debuts a bit later this year, uh, and also the Mekong, because we know people want something that's a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our second expedition ship, the Viking Polara, she starts cruising in August, and she will be doing all of the Great Lakes uh, in America and Canada. Amazing. So we've got a very phenomenal and long pipeline of new ships coming this year, which is very, very exciting. And especially Egypt, like what a great way to sort of explore that destination with Viking. If you're a little bit unsure about the destination, it feel like it would be such a comfortable, nice way to do it. Absolutely. And we find as well, Stacey, with the launch of Death on the Nile mm-hmm. at the moment, that's also exacerbated quite a little, quite a bit of interest. Mm, great. Um, and we build our own ships in Egypt as well. So again, a little bit like Russia, we're the only Western owned and operated company that does that. So it gives us a lot more control over our service delivery and what we can provide to our clients as yep. well. Brilliant. Well, there's so, there's so many cruise lines out there, as we all know, but Kim, can you just explain to some of our listeners what makes Viking different? Yeah, for sure. We're very much family-owned and there's references to our family history and our Norwegian heritage throughout each ship. We tend to think of ourselves as the thinking person's cruise. We have no kids, no casinos. Uh, Our cruises are very much centred around cultural enrichment with your complimentary shore excursion. We've got some great onboard lecturers, Um, and very carefully curated shore excursions and also very much 
destination-focused dining, regional cuisine, your always available classics and great alfresco dining. And I think as well, it's very much our level of inclusivity, which is very much focused on value. Yeah. Kim, thanks so much for joining the program. Hope uh, you get over the jet lag. Yes. Go (laughs) back to bed now, Kim. (laughs) That's a bit rough, isn't it? The first day back and boom, you're on live radio for half an hour. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate it. Now, you've got some great travel deals to talk to us about. The Indian Pacific has uh, got some uh, one to three night journeys available. Oh, we do because we're so excited that the um, WA border is finally open. And we have noticed that our travellers are very keen to get over there, especially on the Indian Pacific because it's been a long time out of operation. So we're so happy to have her back up and running. Um, Her first journey journey, um, uh, departs Adelaide on Thursday, actually, I think it is, the 10th of March. So, And I think it's a full train. So it's great to have it um, back up and running. Um, Just a couple of the the special um, experiences on board the Indian Pacific that I think are absolutely um, fabulous. Not that I've experienced them personally, but um, when you board the Indian Pacific from Adelaide and head over to Perth, um, Journey Beyond put on an amazing dinner. Um, It's called the Flavours of South Australia at the terminal before the passengers jump on board the train. So it's a beautiful um, three-course meal and wines and entertainment, and it's just such a nice way to start the journey before you've even started your journey. So, yeah, and then followed by the next day, um, the train stops in a little place called Relina, and um, all the guests get off the train and um, all the, you know, cutlery and crockery comes off the train and a beautiful dinner again is set out um, outside for the guests so they can dine under the stars. And again, there's plenty of drinks flowing and entertainment. So, yeah, it's absolutely special. That and that looks beautiful. Oh, it's it just does. the red dust, isn't yeah. there? And you're just in the middle of the nowhere. Outback. Imagine yep. the sky. Oh, it would be so good. It's those things you sort of just can't organise yeah. yourself otherwise. So, um yeah, but there's a, there's a great package that Indian Pacific are doing that I love because you board the Indian Pacific in Adelaide and journey across to Perth, spend a couple nights in Perth, um, head out to Rottnest Island on a day tour so you can get the selfie with the quokkas or whatever it is that you're wanting to do there. Um, but then it heads up to Salsalis, which um, is sort of like a luxury glamping eco-resort on the Ningaloo Reef. Oh, I've never um, heard of it. Oh, need to look it up, Jade. It yeah. absolutely looks incredible. And you stay in these beautiful yeah sort of glamping tents um all your meals are included it's an open bar all your drinks are included all your touring's included so you can go on kayak trips or snorkeling trips um pick the right season and you can see the whale sharks as well which is really popular so um yeah this one's been quite popular but what i love about ningaloo reef i don't know if you've been out to the great barrier reef before sadly not yet yeah and you have to you know jump on a boat and a couple hours out to sort of the reef um up at exmouth um where obviously, yeah, Ningaloo Reef, the reef is right there. So you literally walk off the beach and you're snorkeling and there's beautiful coral and reef sharks and turtles and, yeah, it's quite incredible. So if you're into snorkeling and, you know, that sort of thing, yeah. How have we not spoken about that one I more? Know. It sounds beautiful. <laughs> Stacey, thanks so much. It's been really nice to have oh, you Oh, thank here. you for having me. Have a wonderful rest of your afternoon. That is Stacey Ward there, thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel. Sunkissed beaches, legendary cities, ancient ruins. Return to travel with the destination experts, Phil Hoffman Travel and Holland America Line. Sailing five oceans and experiencing seven continents for almost 150 years, Holland America Line is the perfect cruise line for explorers, foodies and music lovers.
Explore Europe on amazing cruises. Hurry, limited time offer, only $99 deposit per person. Phil Hop and Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au.